Okay, let's talk an overlooked stock that's having a great run this year. George Tillis is the deep dive on Saga Communications. GT, give us something uplifting here. It's got to be, right? The chart looks amazing. It, it does, and this is uh, unusually a, a good chart for a very unusual company that's doing actually quite well uh, historically as well as in the last year or so. But Saga Communications, OJ, it's old school uh, FMAM radio. They, uh, they actually have 79 towers that serve 24 locations or markets in the Midwest, and it's really traditional radio. That's it. It's oh, very wow. simple business. It's a very uh, it's a very uh, known business, a very easy business to understand. And overall, the stock is uh, is hitting some new highs, if not new 52-week highs, or close to it uh, as of late, uh, because the, because of uh, what's going on from the standpoint of the business, what's going on with the change in uh, in chairmanship as well as the CEO, uh, as well as valuation. Uh, well, one of the things that's uh, caught my attention, including the price action today, is that the company actually is doing a couple things to pay patronage to shareholders. Uh, they initiated a special dividend of $2 a share, while at the same time raised their dividend from $0.20 cents to $0.25 cents a share, which put the, puts the annualized dividend at a dollar per share. Yield on a forward basis is about 3.5%. Now, one of the things I found out about the company, or actually a few things that are interesting, is uh, the company actually owns a significant portion of their uh, transmission infrastructure. If you look at the balance sheet, they have about 70 million in uh, PP&E, but at the same time, they have a high cash balance. Now, the market cap of the company is very small, about 160 million uh, in uh, common equity, but their cash balance is very large, 52 million, and the number of shares outstanding are about 5.9 million, which puts that $2 dividend at basically only about $12 million, and the company has a lot of cash to pay it, but also continue to pay their dividends. And I think uh, lastly here, uh, this is an interesting situation to say the least, but if you look at it on a candlestick chart over the last few months, there was a huge push to the upside on the 22nd. It just happens to be that on the 19th, the founder and CEO, who was the majority uh, controlling owner of the stock uh, passed away on the 19th of August. 65% mm. voting rights were in the hands of one person. Stock moved quite aggressively upside. So what does that mean? It means the activist investors are all over this one, OJ, and I think that's one of the other reasons why we're seeing dividends being paid out and also potential here for uh, a company takeover. Okay. So a lot going on, uh, and uh, I don't know, George, I'm a little yep. uh, discomforted by the AM, FM radio stock being the that's like a zombie apocalypse trade yep we're gonna have to communicate well, look, okay there's still <laughs> via walkie talkie when the, the dollar schools. blows up all our uh, our economy and you know i don't know something else happens well it's one of these apocalyptic types of things that'll yeah, just survive anything saying. oj look there's like these antiquated forms of communication still exist there's still a user base oj and this company is actually outside of the other mentions, including the dividend, of course, the activist investors that are probably going to be very involved in this one. They are actually very profitable. Um, if you look at the net income, they generated about $12 million last year on, on basically $112 million in sales. And that's about 11% net income margin. That's excluding everything uh, from, a, from the standpoint of accounting. That's a gap number. The other thing is, is if you look at their forward uh, revenue growth, I'm sorry, their trailing revenue growth, uh, it, it is about 9%. Their EBITDA growth is around 19%. So it is a very traditional business. Uh, it's a very uh, easy business to understand. I think overall, 
it's a very predictable business, but there's still demand for traditional radio and also advertising that goes about with uh, utilizing that form of communications and distribution. Uh, and the company is, again, very profitable. But the balance sheet is where I think there's some interest here. And, and again, I'm not here to make a recommendation or anything. But if you just look at the cash on the balance sheet, uh, $52 million, the $70 million in PP&E, plus the EBITDA, which is about $22 million, and you do five times that, that's a general rule of thumb of a business valuation, this could be worth $200 million. And it's only trading at $166 million in terms of market cap. So anyway, this is my evaluation of the company. Pretty interesting story, though, uh, and, a, and a pretty fine mover that doesn't trade a lot and is a very small market cap-based business. Okay. So the takeover potential, George, pretty high odds, you think, at this point? Well, you know, I can't say, OJ, you know, uh, what I'm going to say in terms of yes, I think so or not, but I'm just, I'm just giving you an idea that if you just look at the controlling interest owner who passed away, that, that, that first trading day, the stock leaped from about 25 to close to $30. So that gives you an idea that just the change in ownership of equity, whether it goes into a, you know, a, a trust now, uh, activist investors are probably going to get involved to try to, to sell the business. And um, that's going to unlock value. And that's why I think the stock is moving higher. And, and I'm saying that there is a potential now uh, of somebody taking the company over because of the uh, unlocked controlling interest. All right. Nice. Okay, George, uh, great deep dive. Really interesting one. I don't even know about this company uh, and, uh, you know, doing great on the year. You know, you can get your head around it. It's not like it's some, um, you know, out there future tech or biotech if, uh, you know, this drug does right. well or something. And pretty straightforward uh, and uh, with some good old classic uh, financial outcomes as uh, maybe luring in a little bit of froth into the valuation. But uh, it seems like it could be based in some reality of uh, maybe it making sense to pair up with a uh, bigger tech company or telecom enterprise. Thanks, George. We got to jump.